Thank you, choir. What a beautiful, that's, that's one of my favorites. And I thank you for singing that this morning. Mark chapter 12, <clears throat> for just a few minutes this morning. Mark chapter 12, the Lord Jesus Christ is the only perfect preacher. We often think of Christ in many different aspects of His earthly ministry, but sometimes we neglect to realize that He was the master preacher. Without flaw, He taught better than any could ever understand. I am a student of preaching. That does not mean that I do it well. It means I know what good preaching should be, as most of you would say the same, that you know when it's done. And there is no comparison to the preaching that the Lord Jesus did, and in particular the text we considered this morning, as He preaches to His enemies, as He spoke to them using a parable. Mark chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Then Jesus, He began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it, dug a place for the wine vat, and built a tower. And he leased it to vine dressers and went into a far country. Now at vintage time he sent a servant to the vine dressers that he might receive some of the fruit of the vineyard from the vine dressers. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he sent them another servant. And at him they threw stones, wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully treated. And again he sent another, and him they killed, and many others beating some and killing some. Therefore, still having one son, his beloved, he also sent him to them last, saying, They will respect my son. But those vine dressers said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they sought to lay hands on him, but feared the multitude, for they knew he had spoken the parable against them. So they left him and went away. Let's pray. Father, we ask that you would illuminate your word by your spirit to each of our hearts that we might see the Lord Jesus and understand the intent of our Savior. We pray this in His precious name. Amen. Our Savior was a great preacher because He was sure of what He was saying, because He was simple in the way He said it, and because He was a storyteller. He used parables. Parable is a... Uh, it's, it's using, for lack of a better term, it's simply an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And Jesus used the parable, a story here, a very simple story, 
to explain to the scribes and the Pharisees who were combative, if you back up into the 11th chapter, you see that they had been confronting the Lord Jesus Christ and questioning His authority. And so the Lord Jesus then explains to them in a relationship that the Father has with Israel, of which these scribes and Pharisees were supposed to be shepherds, were supposed to be the teachers of Israel. But instead, they had killed the prophets, rejecting their message, and then concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, the son of the owner of the vineyard, they would kill him, crucify him. So Jesus is using a parable to describe the hard heart of these teachers, these Pharisees. I think the Lord Jesus was quite clear in what He says to them, in the parable, the story that He gives. He's a master preacher because everybody understood what He meant. We may struggle with that a little bit. We may struggle with, 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 with some preacher's interpretation of that, but it's very I think a simple interpretation, and, and, and I hope that you grasp it quickly this morning. We don't want it to be a confused message. I heard of one young schoolboy that was asked to explain baseball, and this was his explanation of baseball. You have two sides, one out in the field and one in. Each man in the side that's in goes out, and when he is out, he comes in. And the next man goes in until he's out. When, are, when they are all out, the side that's been out in the field comes in, and the side that's been in goes out and tries to get those coming in out. Then when both sides have been in and out, including not outs, that's the end of the game. Now, do you understand that? That's the way some preaching is. The Lord Jesus Christ taught. He taught simply. He taught surely. He taught using this story. I love the poem, a very simple poem entitled, He Died for Me. And it gets to the point. It's a very simple poem. His holy fingers formed through the bough where they grew the thorns that crowned his brow. The nails which pierced his hand were mined in secret places he designed. He made the forest whence there sprung the tree on which his body hung. He died upon a cross of wood yet made the hill on which it stood. The spear which split his precious blood was tempered in the fires of God. The grave in which his body laid was hewn in rocks his hands had made. Oh, that we might hear the simple message of God's love. Now this story, this parable that the Lord Jesus speaks to these is a message that we can understand. Simply, he says that his father created a vineyard. They recognized the vineyard as being Israel. He created the vineyard and then sent messengers, prophets, kings to, to have the uh, fruit of that vineyard, which is to be what? A gospel witness to the ends of the earth. But they rejected their responsibility. They rejected as we're told in the parable, Jesus says they beat some of them. They, they sent them away empty-handed. They wounded some and they killed some. But then lastly, he would send his beloved son. 
We recognize that as the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a simple message. They crucified the Lord Jesus Christ, or they would, and Jesus is foretelling that. As we analyze this sermon, quickly I see that Jesus preached with insight, or he, he, he spoke with perception. He knew their heart, the heart of these scribes and Pharisees. He understood as a master preacher, he understood their Christ-rejecting hearts. He had insight into their guilt. Look at their guilt. Verses 2 through 5 gives us a, a great indication. Jesus may have been speaking in a parable, but it was clear that they were guilty of rejecting. They were, were guilty of murder. They were guilty before Almighty God, the owner of the vineyard. Jesus spoke. He preached. He talked with insight. May I say to you this morning that as His Word is proclaimed, that He has insight into your life, that which is hidden to the world. He knows about me. He knows about you. He has insight into your heart. He has insight into their guilt. Christ preached with insight, perception. He preached also with impact or power. Verse 6 and 7 and 8. Look the message. Therefore, still having one son, his beloved, he also sent to him them last, saying, They will respect my son. But those vine dressers said among themselves, This is the heir. In other words, we can take this. If we kill the heir, apparently the owner of the vineyard is dead or unconcerned, and so it can be ours. Isn't that what the world is doing right now to the message of Christ? To the, to the, uh, let's reject Him. Let's, let's kill Him off. And so they took Him and killed Him and cast Him out of the vineyard. Impact. It's gracious. You think of the impact of grace. It's gracious that the owner of the vineyard would send his son as a last resort. It was his beloved son. How did Jesus preach? He preached with impact, power, powerful grace, the, the glorious grace, the supreme effort to reach guilty men. They should have been uh, 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 charged, criminally charged for what they had done to the previous messengers of the owner of the vineyard. But instead, in an act of grace, he sends his son. Every one of us, some people say, you know, well, Christ uh, uh, coming into the world was a wonderful act of love. Folks, it was God's supreme, gracious act for you and for me. We should have been crucified ourselves. We deserve hell. But God in His grace, is that not impactful? Do you understand grace? Jesus preached with impact. He, it was impact related to grace. As the story says, the supreme effort to reach guilty man was by the beloved Son. But He preached with impact as well as it relates to judgment. Look at verse 9. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. Even in this account, our loving Savior reveals his role as judge. 
We have a world today that says, oh, God's just a God of love. And He is. But there's coming a day that you'll stand before Him. And every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess. And in that day, there will not be the role to say, but you were a loving God. In that day, He will lovingly judge. Righteously judge. What will they do? What will the owner do? Verse 9, He'll come and destroy the vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. Just think judgment. Don't try to make every part of a parable fit some prophecy of the Old Testament. Jesus is just saying in this story, there's coming a day of God's wrath. He preached with insight. He knew them. He preached with impact. As he spoke of their inexcusable crime, as he spoke of their inescapable condemnation, as he spoke of their calamity that was coming because they rejected grace. Hear the master preacher, the Lord Jesus Christ, today as he preaches through his word, through his servant, as he proclaims to you with insight, he knows you, he knows me, with impact powerful grace of our Lord, Jesus would die in our stead when we are worthy of hell. And there's judgment coming to those who reject Him, to those who turn away from the gracious offer of redemption. Lastly, I'd say He preached with intention. For at the end of this message, Jesus quoted the Scripture. Verse 10, Have you not even read this Scripture? Digging deep, going into the Psalms, Psalm 118, he says, The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Jesus is taking Scripture and showing how He fulfills that. Jesus, what's He doing here? Jesus is preaching Jesus. He preached Himself to them. The stone, that's the Lord Jesus which the builders, Israel, rejected, and even today, maybe you. That stone has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. This entire story, this parable can be read in 75 seconds. It's a simple message, yet within that time... We see the depth of divine love. We see, we, we see the immensity of human guilt. And, and we see the reality of God's wrath. All in 75 seconds. What a masterful preacher. How do you respond to him? Have you not heard the scripture? Jesus preached Jesus to them. He's the stone of shelter. He is the stone of strength. He is the stone of support. And there is a great hallelujah for those who embrace Him. But instead, verse 12, the account tells us from the Word of God that they sought to lay hands on Him. When Jesus is preached, how do you respond? Do you reject Him? I enjoy cemeteries, I don't know why, just really the tombstones and what some of them say. But I read about a cemetery in England, nor, excuse me, Northern Ireland. Supposedly, uh, once there was an old gentleman that got trapped in the cemetery overnight. And he found this tombstone that simply said this, Stop, traveler, stop, as you pass by, as you are now, so once was I. 
As I am now, so you will be. Prepare yourself to follow me. The old gentleman that was trapped in that cemetery, that graveyard where the gates would lock and such in Northern Ireland, spent a night there reading that. The next day, someone later found, sketched into the bottom of that tombstone, these words. Remember, stop, traveler, stop. As you pass by, as you are now, so once was I. As I am now, so you will be. Prepare yourself to follow me. Wisely, someone, probably that old gentleman, scratched at the bottom. To follow you, I'd be quite content if only I knew which way you went. What about you? Do you hear the master preacher? Not, not this. The Lord Jesus. Do you hear? His, he has insight into your life. He speaks with impact and intention or purpose. How do you respond? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word and for our Savior. We see his interaction with the hateful teachers and scribes. And yet, Father, today, in this age of grace, he has insight and impact and intention for each of us. May we hear him speak the chief cornerstone, as He calls each of us to be living stones in that which He's doing today. Move in our lives, move in the response to Your Word this morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to.